1: Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. How's that sound? Is that better? Well, it sounds okay to me because uh, what we we were doing, which was clearly the mistake, we put an extra step in there that we just didn't need to put in there, Charlie, which was uh, we were on our Skype and also on our phones. And so that meant I was hearing you through my Skype, but there was also your voice coming out of the fucking phone. And then that was looping back around for fucking people. And you were running it through the roadcast with two sets of headphones and, and faders. And anyway, it was a great start. Should we start again? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: we should start again. I like to think we're the guns and roses of podcasting uh we're always late we tend to fight on stage in front of
1: people one of us one of us left the group for a while i toured with a whole bunch of other musicians i toured with fucking kfc buckethead for a while did a little faux fop with buckethead
0: uh how do you feel did you think we'd make it to 300 episodes? Be honest.
1: Uh, I didn't think I didn't think we'd make it to this episode. <laughs> I thought we'd made it to 299 pretty well, but I didn't think we were going to fucking get to 300. Oh man, that was so stressful. I feel so fucking stressed about what just happened.
0: Yeah. Well, look. The good thing is uh, all evidence has been destroyed. Uh, that I deleted that video immediately. You should delete it too. I don't know if there's any video capture technology, but if there is, we will sue you. <laughs> Do not release that video <laughs> of that first 15 minutes you sons of bitches and daughters of bitches let's be honest
1: (laughs) sons daughters and whatever else of bitches we are welcoming to all of you fucking sons and daughters and whatever else of bitches
0: i mean the audio is recorded The first 15 minutes of that audio. So uh, we'll let podcast Mike uh, hold on to that. He can lock that in the vault.
1: I think the problem is, Charlie, that the audio might have been destroyed in that first bit, but the audio of this next bit is going to be destroyed by the fucking beating of my heart that won't stop beating (laughs) from the stress that the last hour has put me through. Where are my fucking headphones? Oh, shit, they're in the wash. Okay, maybe they'll work out of the wash. Oh, no, they don't work out of the wash. It's okay, I've got my beats. I'll put my fucking beats on. We're connected. We'll do a little set. Oh, God, it's not fucking working. This is the worst thing that's ever fucking happened in my life. Why do we do this? We don't even make money out of this. All I'm just going to do is, no wonder we're the number one fucking podcast for medical professionals. I'm going to have a fucking heart attack live on air in the 300th episode. Well, last, I've, the uh, last week, I've
0: noticed the uh, charger oh beside my bed. It's a bit dicky. Like sometimes i plug my phone in, it charges, and sometimes it doesn't. And knowing that we had mm. this show and that we're planning to do it on Instagram Live, I don't know why I didn't think to check before I went to sleep last night, but I plugged my phone in and woke up this morning, it had 10% power. So about half an hour before we were start to, meant to start the show, I'm like, all right, well, my phone might run out of power before the end of the show. I've got it jerry-rigged. I'm recording in uh, in uh, my office, and I've got, I've got it jerry-rigged with about six different extension cords and PowerPoints, trying to connect the roadcaster and my phone and my computer and my iPad just to make sure that nothing runs out of power mid stream
1: I mean, it would have been nothing more TOEFOP than if it had only recorded that first 15 minutes and then it conked out. <laughs> if that's all we had as a memory of our 300th was, oh, I haven't put do not disturb on my phone, I realize either. So if I get a phone call during this, it's really going to fuck it up again. <laughs> Hang on. All right, I'll do that. Okay. My phone is above my computer, which is occasionally people have probably already seen me looking over down here when I'm meant to be looking up here because I keep getting distracted. I've got to mute Charlie so that I can't see him on my Skype as well and that will stop me from distracting and looking at my computer. But when I went to put aeroplane mode on my phone, like, I suddenly had this pang of like, oh, I haven't been on an airplane for three months. I probably won't be on an airplane again for another three months. And then as I was trying to turn on to airplane mode, I was having this existential breakdown <laughs> that I realized was only because I was coming down from this massive adrenaline. And then suddenly I was in that like Sunday night. Like, you know, it was like, it was Tuesday. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I shouldn't have had so much fun on the weekend. <laughs> and then, so the whole time I'm doing that, I have this concentrating face. I have this face of like... <laughs> And I was just like, "Are people still seeing this?" No,
0: you look very handsome. Uh, Good. Uh, listen, it's a it's a retrospective episode. It is a celebration of three hundred years.
1: Three hundred years.
0: Oh, three hundred years. 300 episodes. It feels like 300
1: it's years. it's felt like three hundred years. I feel three hundred years older than when we started. Uh,
0: generally, uh, what we had planned to do and uh, was a was a live show. Like at the start of the mm. year, um, in between the bushfires and the pandemic, you and I uh discuss what we could do to celebrate and we had great plans for a live show and uh, when we do the live shows it's generally falls upon me to prepare something to bring something to the live show to trick it up a bit uh so i've done that uh, and i've prepared a little quiz for you will which is uh sort of covers the uh the general area of tofop over the first 200 almost 300 episodes i i ran out of time to get into the last 250 but i just wanted to test your knowledge uh sort of gain an idea from you about what you've soaked in? Because we know what the listeners have soaked in about the show. There's certain things that they come back to, certain touchstones. But I'd like to know if those things have had an impact on you. So,
1: Well, firstly, I'm going to say no, they haven't would be my guess because often we can't remember what we've talked about in the actual episode while we're doing it we have had times where there's been a technology breakdown and we've had to have a break in the middle of the episode come back and know what we've talked about but no <laughs> idea how we got to what we're talking about well this is more of a kind of it's a it's the vibe it's okay the vibe that's right.
0: and, and I've what i've done is i've broken it into multiple choice and true or false so i figure you know uh What's going on? Did Sorry, you switch your camera around. I was trying to, I was
1: trying to see comments, and I realised I probably shouldn't just like uh, uh, just push random buttons, but that's what I was doing.
0: So all these hearts. are you seeing the hearts that are flying up the side right now? Like that looks like a lot of hearts. Does, is that one heart per listener? Uh, it, it, Russell Crowe likes to claim one heart at a time. By the looks of things, we're claiming thousands of hearts per second.
1: Take that, Russell. We're thousands of times better than you with your one heart at a time. This is tofop, a thousand hearts at a time.
0: <laughs> we factory farm hearts. It's the most, yeah. uh, it's the most uh, uh, unethical way of gathering hearts. We just shoot them up yeah, with steroids, fa- pack them into a shed and just grab all those. We harvest hearts.
1: <laughs> exactly. We harvest baby hearts. And then we artificially grow them to be adult hearts in half the time. And that's how we finally worked ahead to fund the podcast after 10 years. Okay,
0: so let's take a little trip down uh, memory lane. I'm going to start with some general knowledge. So, okay. In how many eps has Batman been mentioned? One, 32 episodes. Two, 57 episodes. Or three hundred and eight episodes.
1: One hundred and eight episodes. Lock in three. No doubt in my mind.
0: Fifty-seven episodes.
1: Only fifty-seven. Shut up. I know. I was surprised by that. Me too.
0: It's not mentioned. It's not the amount of times his name's been mentioned. It's just episodes he's been mentioned in. That's but that's like a sixth over a sixth of the episodes.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't seem like enough to me. A hundred yeah. didn't seem like enough to me. I thought you were going to have a D that was like 250 and I was going to be like, lock in D. Well, here's, what, here's my theory on what happened. And do you like the way I've just
0: cocked my headphones back? It's so I can sort of get a sense of the room. These noise-cancelling microphones, I'm just getting all will. I need just some sense that there's other things in the world as well. My theory is that when we started the show, it was right at the pinnacle of the Chris Nolan Dark Knightiverse. And so that's when we liked Batman and we found the films really interesting and stuff. But in the following years, it was no longer the Nolan universe. It became the Snyderverse, and Batman became a lot less interesting. Therefore, we talked about him less.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. There's only so many times you can say, I don't like the new Batman. Uh, And we we haven't quite got into the Robert... Pattinson era of Batman yet so we don't know if it, that's going to be something we're very excited about but we have got back at, perhaps into the Michael Keaton era of Batman which I yeah. think would reinvigorate our love of Batman. 100% I think that's the,
0: that that is a great fan service to grumpy old men like us. It's like I don't want your young bloody sexy Twilight Batman, give me your middle aged who's been stealing my bins outside the Batcave Batman
1: Exactly, so what, what would your ideal representation of a Michael Keaton Batman be? I
0: would, I'm just interested interested to know how they are going to if the idea is that he's sort of coming in to mentor like he's going to be the Nick Fury of this DC universe is how they're going to explain that uh, anachronistic kind of Tim Burton universe you know where it's like there are sports cars but everyone's watching black and white TV you know what I mean like it was this sort of kind of timeless quality universe but are they going to plant him into a, with real world characters? Because if you're going to sort of talk about his career as Batman, that was a that's a weird place he came from.
1: Well, maybe if you know Gotham is New York City, you know, let's you know yeah. for the example, then maybe there's a Brooklyn style part of New York City where well, you know you can imagine there are places in New York at the moment where there's sports cars, but people also watch black and white TVs. Like you know, if you just get to the right hipster suburb of yeah. Gotham City. <laughs> you could say it was just kind of like the Portland vibe of what was going on in Gotham at the time. So you're saying that Michael Keaton,
0: they could just tweak his backstory to be like, well, yeah, I was fighting crime,
1: but I also had a microbrewery in the Batcave. <laughs> i worked as a barista. Right, exactly. He got most of the power for his workouts from reishi mushrooms.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, next question. How many times...
0: Oh, how many eps, sorry, has Adam Sandler been mentioned in? Is it A, 23 episodes, B, 42 episodes, or C, 71 episodes?
1: Uh, I'm going to go, oh, see, after the first one, I've been thrown a little. It's going to be less than Batman, but 42? B? (laughs) 23 episodes. (laughs) Off to a bad start. Your Not buzzer bad. is particularly aggressive. <laughs> like it couldn't have been a little, a little gentler. It's really, really in your face. That buzzer. What would you like it to be? I don't know. Like something a bit more gentle. I mean, it's our podcast. It should, it should, yeah, that, that's see, that's nice. Instead of do your other one again. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even that. You have pulled back on it. It was much more aggressive than that last
0: time. It was constipation. It was the sound of constipation, the original. It was. Uh, Yes, Adam Sandler has been mentioned in 23 episodes. I must admit, um, uh, the spreadsheet I was working from uh, only got as high as like 285 or something like that. But I did go back and check um, the episodes manually. And there was no mention of Adam Sandler in those more... Up until actually last week, but I didn't... I added that one, so that was 23.
1: I would like to see the comparative minutes spent talking about, because this is also the thing. Like, we have, yes, mentioned Adam Sandler or Batman, but we don't tend to just mentioned them in passing if we stop down on sandler it does become at least half of the episode <laughs> so what you're saying is like uh, stats can be skewed yeah exactly you know i want these <laughs> tofop stats about our stupid fucking show to be as accurate as possible
0: okay next question how many episodes has russell crowe been mentioned in oh okay is it a 26 episodes B, 31 episodes, or Mm. C, 58 episodes?
1: Uh, 58 episodes, C. (laughs) (laughs) Bum-bum. See, it's nicer. It's much nicer when you do it that way. I don't even care that I got it wrong because (laughs) it was just gentler. You let me down. You caught. It was a trust exercise. That's what that was. I fell backwards and you fucking caught me, whereas the first time I fell backwards and you didn't catch me and I cracked my skull on the ground and you were like... (laughs)
0: Uh, 31 episodes now does that surprise you that we talked about russell more than adam sandler
1: well does it surprise me that i've got each of these wrong no but does it surprise me that yes uh no no it doesn't i like russell i mean the name of the show the very name of the show you could argue every week when we say you know everyone relax this is toe fob we immediately are talking about russell crowe because the name of the show was based on russell crowe's band so he does get a a secret shout-out at the very least. And Batman gets mentioned in the introduction, uh, you know, so John Deeks mentions Batman in several episodes. Did you take those stats into account? Uh, No. no. Yeah, so... That
0: doesn't count as part of the show. (laughs) That doesn't count as part of the show. The intro doesn't count as part of the show. Otherwise, it would be from every episode we got John Deeks (laughs) and Batman would be mentioned. That's not fair. You can't pull me up on a technicality. I started this quiz. You bring your own quiz. <laughs> I found a, found a
1: loophole in your stupid quiz.
0: Bah, um, bah. I think uh, in like of the mirror opposite of, we started talking about Batman less when the Snyderverse happened. I think we started talking about Russell Moore when Russell entered his Russell Renaissance, when he started like posting cute photos on Twitter and one heart at a time. Because we did a run, remember, I think it was almost three episodes in a row where Fosdyke did artwork that was, you know, it was One Hard of Time and then it was the uh, ret- Was it retrospective. I can't remember what the episode was called, but I think we did a run on Russell Crowe. It was a bit like the Crow trilogy. Well, here's
1: the thing about Russell Crowe is that he has become a different person. Like I feel like we've become different people in the lifetime of this podcast and Russell Crowe's also been on a journey. And I always think of TOEFOP as being everyone relaxed. I always think of it as being cool things for cool people, but I'm going to add a third one to that. I feel like this is the podcast of One Heart at a Time. <laughs> I feel like this has been the journey of this podcast has also been One Heart at a Time. And I think that Russell has inspired us in the way that he's grown as well.
0: Uh, next question. In what episode did we first use the acronym TOFOP? Oh, Is it A, episode four, B, episode mm. six, or C, <laughs> episode nine?
1: Wow. I know nothing about <laughs> the history of this podcast. I would have assumed it was episode <laughs> one. All my! If you'd, given, if you'd given me three guesses, my first three guesses, episode one, two, and three, would have been completely wrong. That's not even an option. So it was, I, I can't even remember what they were. Episode but I'm four, gonna say, episode six, or episode nine. Okay, I'm going to say it's bigger than I expected, so it's episode nine. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. You should have trusted your instincts, it was episode
1: four. I was surprised by that as well. I uh, I went back. By the way, did, did you come? Did you come up with a sound effect for me getting one right, or did you just assume oh. that I would
0: get every one of these That's, wrong? You know me so well. The whole time you were just talking before, I'm like, what am I going to say when if he gets this right? And my instinct was, I'm just going to make exactly the same sound as if you get it wrong. So there's no, there's actually no reward for being correct in this game. Whatever happens, you lose. Uh, yeah, I was listening back to it. So episode one. We just don't even name it. We just start talking. There's no, there's no even in an introduction. I don't, even, I don't know if we even. What do you say? I, What's the first thing that you say in episode? I one? think it's, uh, it's something. It's just a really meek. Hey, okay, well, I guess you know this is we're, we're talking. I'm Charlie Clawson. and it's <laughs> like it's so lame. And then the next two episodes, we refer to it as thirty odd foot of pod, and then yeah. we get to episode four, and we say toe fop, and I explain to the audience that we think it's cooler (laughs) in the same way that Terminator 2 became T (laughs) 2
1: Oh, man. Uh, Like, I find it weird because sometimes in the press, when people are writing about the show, they still will refer to it as 30-odd foot of pod. And I had stopped thinking about it as being that so long ago. Like, it it has only been TOEFOP for me for years and... It's, it seems really weird when somebody writes it out like that. And you're like, that's not what it's called. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is what it's called. So yeah, I,
0: mean, I can't complain. Is KFC ever referred to as Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore? Yeah, they've gone back
1: to it. I they've re-embraced oh. Kentucky Fried Chicken. So maybe maybe really? that's what we should be doing. <laughs> the next 300, we go back to being called 30 on foot and pot. What I
0: love is that whether it's an acronym or the full word or the full words, it's just as
1: confusing N- neither of those <laughs> options are particularly good <laughs> okay charlie and i have talked this is i think people would be interested in yeah. this over the years there has been occasions not many but there has been occasions when we were thinking that this show might be more popular than it is before we were resigned to the fact that it would be shit forever, but we like doing it anyway. And so um, uh, we, we did talk about changing the name at various times just because we thought it was too confusing for people. But then we realized if the name's too confusing for you, The show is definitely going to be too hard work for you. The the name's a bit of a test. If you can get over the barrier of the fact that it has a stupid name, you might be able to enjoy the stupid content it contains. I don't remember any other options
0: but this one. But when we were trying to come up with the name, I remember you came around to my place and we'd written down a bunch of kind of suggestions. And do you remember one of them? Well, I actually had two that were both inspired by Hilltop Hood's lyrics. One option I wanted to say is we call the show It's a Swan because we both love that line. About Suther's origami? What is that? It's a swan! And the other one was Friday Night Footy in My Hoodie I Can Hide, which we thought was too long.
1: And it wasn't about football. And what I love is we have a football podcast and then we still didn't call it Friday Night Footy in My Hoodie, which would have been a better name than Two Guys One Cup.
0: All right, next question. In episode five, I said Mm. that this amount of money would be enough for me to stop working for the rest of my life. Was it A... Mm. $5 Five million dollars. B. Twenty million dollars. Or C. Fifty million dollars.
1: Um. Well, firstly, I no. I'll answer it first, and then I want to ask your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say A. Five million dollars. Bump. that's correct. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, same sound effect. Not going to give you the reward. Now, what I'm going to say, Charlie, is, I know that I can get you for five. But it's a pandemic, and we don't have the budget we used to. But you know what? All our job prospects aren't the same as they used to be either. So, can I negotiate you down? Is there an amount of money less than five million dollars, which would mean that you would just never work again? Um. Uh. Yeah. You know.
0: Probably. I reckon I could stretch a dollar. I reckon <laughs> if you. I reckon. I. Hello. Hello. What are you gonna? What do you? What's the offer? What are you lowballing me with? Oh well I'm gonna start low, but we can
1: negotiate. Okay, well three yeah, yeah. three three point five million dollars. I'll 3. take three point five million <laughs> 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 And that's those amazing TOEFOP marketing skills that have built us to the fucking burning tire fire that this podcast is. Uh yeah, I'll take three million
0: dollars, sure. I reckon I yeah. just uh well, yeah. again, I offered three and a half, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll take two and a half. Well, like I said, $2 million is, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll buy, um, I'll, I'll put it all in uh, uh, like a, a medical marijuana uh, company in Australia. I'll pick the one that's oh. going to come in and, and just fucking monopolize the entire market. I see what you've done there. You're like, I can get my money back from Will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh, Next question. In what episode did I first bring up my Pam Ayres audition story? Oh, okay. We know that it happened very recently. I think it was uh, episode 290-something. But I I talked about it once before. Was it A, episode 7, B, episode 148, or C, episode 276? I love how I'm throwing these out (laughs) like you have an encyclopedic knowledge of any of these.
1: (laughs) I know, but that is a wide range. So... There's two options here. One is that you'd never mentioned it before, but then we mentioned it twice within, you know, like six months. That that would be very much a thing that we would do. Or yep. you mentioned it so long ago. So I don't think it's the middle one. I'm going to rule out B. Um, I'm going to say it's A or C. It's either very early or very late. And I'm going to go with very early, A. Ba-bum. That's correct. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Episode seven.
0: So I fucking, I mean, God... Like, we repeat ourselves, clearly, but at least we put 10 years between anecdotes. That's good. I like that. A reason to go back and listen to the early episodes. Ordinarily, we say don't do that. I don't know that we laid into Pam Ayers, though. I mean, I don't remember. I would. I think I would have remembered if we'd laid into Pam Ayers the way we have done since then. Like, it feels like... We've got much more mileage. Maybe we are too young and immature to know what to do with this information. We knew that something had happened with Pam so we didn't know how to work it. But 10 years of, of professional podcasting, it's got us to the point
1: where we can get two or three episodes out of it. Maybe back then, Charlie, I think what I like to think is we thought we had better shit yeah. to get to. And over 10 years, yeah, we've realised we don't. Yeah. And in fact, if if we can get three episodes out of your bins or Pam Ayers, <laughs> That's a good month and a half for us. <laughs> okay, Will, who
0: was our first ever guest? Was it A, Michael Chamberlain, B, Justin mm-hmm. Hamilton, or C, Dave Anthony? And bonus points if you can tell me what episode it was. I, I think it was Michael Chamberlain from memory. A, Michael Chamberlain. Bum, bum, that is incorrect. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Now this, go, this game is confusing. You can go back to the... Now that I've got a couple right, <laughs> you can go back to the mean one for okay. wrong, but the the, the <laughs> nice one for right. Um, oh, so it wasn't Michael Chamberlain? No. Okay. So, Justin Hamilton.
0: Yes, correct. Episode nine, which is, I believe, uh, oh. it's either the Avengers one or the one... I think it was the Avengers one where you just you and Justin had just come from a lunch with Joss Whedon. Oh,
1: okay, yes. Uh so that was a lunch we had at the Sydney Opera House because I was doing it in conversation with Joss Whedon. Yeah. Um, I wonder yeah. to, to, us he, I went he told to, us he didn't like Christopher Nolan's Batman, which really, <laughs> like, we were having quite a good time because at the time we were so, such massive Buffy fans and this was before, you know, there was a few public reasons to not like Joss Whedon as much. But uh, we went to this lunch. So at this point we just, like, were, like, Huge, unapologetic Joss Whedon fans. Very excited to, you know, have lunch with him as well as host this thing. We're having a great old time. You know, he's telling us some great stories. And then he brings up the fact that he didn't like Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman Begins. And Justin and I, who love that movie so much, just like shot each other a stare across the table where you just saw both of our hearts breaking like Ralph Wiggum's heart on The Simpsons when Lisa said that she didn't love him. You saw us. It just happened in real time. Was that the also the period
0: where he spoke that he, he, there was a certain Australian actor that he didn't think was very good, that he was, we don't have to name him, but he was saying that he'd been very lucky to be in the position he was in at that stage. You know what I'm talking about? We can talk about it off air. <laughs> No, I don't know who you're talking about. don't want to get sued. Okay, Okay. next question. That's a bit (laughs) of sizzle for you out there. You can guess who that actor is, that Joss Whedon, Australian actor that Joss Whedon thought was very lucky to have the career he had. How many episodes of TOFOP have involved discussion of time travel? Is it A, 22 episodes, Mm. B, 31 episodes, or C, 47 episodes?
1: I'm going to say C, 47 episodes. (laughs) <laughs> it is B, 31 episodes.
0: Although you could argue that every episode of Tofop is a chat about time travel. We're often reminiscing talking about our 20s, the 90s, how great they were.
1: Um, okay, how many was it? Did you tell me again? What was the number? 31 episodes. 31 episodes. Okay, now, well, that's it. 10% look, of the episodes of this podcast have talked about time travel. That seems about right yeah and also you know we're relying on justin who
0: was the intern who filled out this spreadsheet he i was going off the information what he had logged at whatever time codes as i went through the spreadsheet so chances are we may have had sort of more wider ranging discussions about time travel but didn't involve the actual term time travel so he might not have logged it but i'm going off i i was just doing word searches and so time travel appeared 31 times okay next question true or false We once did an entire episode about Married
1: With Children's David Faustino. It sounds like something we would do. And I know that in that time I met David Faustino. We did a TV show together in New Zealand, a show called Seven Days. I remember that. And I remember that there was something about what he said to me that probably was memorable. I can't remember it now, but at the time I remember... There was something, so I reckon we would have brought that up and then that could have turned into an entire episode about David Forstino. I'm going to say true. Bump, bum, correct. <laughs> I couldn't remember what the <laughs> correct sound was. That's
0: correct. Uh, episode 19, May the Forstino Be With You, which I oh, thought yes, was an nice. awesome title. <laughs> I can't remember what the chat was about, but that is a great, great title of an episode. Next uh, Next question. <clears throat> Uh, Dave Anthony first appears in episode 28. What was the title of that episode? Was it A, Masturbate Bus, or is it B, Cockweed, or is it C, Shitweasel?
1: Now, firstly, are, are these all episodes of our podcast? Are they all actual titles, or are, are two of them made up? Two of them are made up. Okay. Well, in that case, I think I know what it is. I think it will be A, Masturbate Bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're terrible no. At this <laughs> no no it's actually two the episode was called cockweed uh i believe the discussion that led to that title was about how you smuggle drugs into a music festival and if you could put them in your foreskin i believe was the i believe that's what it led to but i did kind of throw you because the other two titles i took from the same episode we did talk about the bait bus so i just did a spin on that masturbate bus and then uh, shit weasel was uh, something that Dave was referring to Glenn Beck or something as a shit weasel. So, like, I mean, it was easy to be thrown. You weren't. You weren't incorrect. You just picked the wrong thing that we talked about. I can't
1: believe we haven't had an episode called Masturbate Bus. <laughs> Although, do you remember that episode? That was. It's not not too late for this episode. This could still be called Masturbate Bus.
0: Um, that was uh, we recorded that episode in your first apartment in L.A. That was when uh, we'd been. Uh, we'd been chatting with the guys online. We actually hadn't met them, but then Dave came around and we did it all around the table and I listened back to it and it is virtually unlistenable. The sound quality is so bad. I can't remember if you're a part, it must've had a lot of hard surfaces, but Like the three of us being so loud and it just like bouncing off the walls. And this is before Mike Howell, this is before Podcast Mike, no one to kind of mix it or sweeten it. It's unbearable to listen to.
1: I don't think you need to explain for anyone who tuned in for the first 15 minutes of this, Charlie, (laughs) (laughs) that it was almost like you had to, you were selling the idea that it could be really badly recorded, where people have had evidence of that in the last hour. Next question, Will. In what episode did
0: we first express our fears about AI? Mm. Was it A, episode 25, B, episode 56, or C, episode 101? Bonus points, if you can guess what this specific discussion was about. And it's a, it's a topic that has come up numerous times on our show as a hint. Uh, Sex robots. Well, that is correct. We've well, got the bonus, <laughs> right? Okay, so, <laughs> well done. Ba-bow! There you go. Your first <laughs> positive sound. ba Ba-bow! <laughs> Uh, 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 So,
1: can you guess what episode it was?
0: So, episode 25, episode 56. I'm going
1: to go A, episode 25.
0: Fuck, this you've turned the corner, Will. Your season is back on track. A bloody resounding victory with that question. You got the bonus and you picked the episode. That is correct. Episode 25, we talked about sex robots. And I was actually surprised um, (laughs) at the guys who were building our new website. Um, they sent me a a list of of things to fill out on the spreadsheet so they can build the algorithm for our our show. And one of the things they want is um, not tags necessarily, but categories for each episode. So, you know, if we talk about... AI, you know, that'll suggest a philosophy episode where you talk to someone about AI or whatever. So all the episodes will cross-pollinate. And so they gave me an example just by pulling words out that, you know, their computer had pulled out of their episodes. And sex robots was one of the first words that the algorithm pulled out of TOEFOP. Like of all
1: the things we've talked about in 300 episodes, sex robots was one of the first that came up. Well, but also this is our problem with AI. The AI knows what to look for in the AI. Of course, the AI immediately identified discussions about AI, because the AI is already monitoring discussions about AI. They knew that we talked about sex robots. I think most of our audience are AI. <laughs> Next question, Will.
0: And you're feeling good? How are you feeling? You must be feeling, that was great. That was like a dominant on-pod on, on pod performance.
1: The, the The fact that I could remember that you and I will have talked about <laughs> sex robots, and that's probably how we got into a discussion about AI. Yeah, it makes me real proud. <laughs> Couldn't feel prouder. Couldn't feel better. Uh, Will, in episode 38, you went on a tirade
0: against Ben Elton. Uh, ben Elton. Yeah. Now, do I even need to give you the multiple choice or do you know exactly what it was? Or should I? Uh, that, he, that he had never heard Radiohead's OK Computer. There you go. <laughs> For the people playing at home, the other options I invented were he made disparaging comments about the Aussie comedy scene <laughs> or B, uh, we were angry
1: about his failed talk show. <laughs> I did a philosophy episode with Ben Elton earlier this year and it was fantastic and I recommend people have a listen to it. And But I did get a lot of people messaging me going, why didn't you ask him about OK Computer? And I was like, if I ever do a second episode, we will talk about the fact that he's never heard OK Computer. I mean, wh- how did you first learn that? Was, just, was it an interview, a written interview,
0: or a, was he on a talk show or something?
1: No, no, no. no. It was a, on the Radiohead Reddit forum that I um, am an editor for. So, <laughs> yeah, it must have been an interview, I guess. So, because I just would like to know the context
0: of it. If he was like, if it was a point of pride, like a mm. fuck these guys, I've never heard OK Computer and I never will listen to OK Computer or if it was more of a, oh, no, I just, uh, that's not my thing. I've, I haven't listened to it. Because you can forgive one, can't you? Um,
1: I, I think my point at the time, <laughs> and I don't want to get all rolled up again, is that... <laughs> It's such a major cultural touchstone that it seemed a massive blind spot to me as a person who was interested in the world that you would have never at least listened to it. I could understand somebody saying, I listened to it and it wasn't for me, but the idea that he hadn't even given it a listen was something that I found particularly offensive. Will, how many episodes did it take us to realise that our mics weren't
0: omnidirectional? And that means... We were uh, we thought they were omnidirectional, so we kept putting them in different positions and wondering why the sound quality was so bad. Hey uh, on, was
1: just it- before, just before we go on, yeah. Uh, the, from an interview, and this was what it would have been from an interview by Carl Quinn uh, on February the eighth, two thousand and eleven. So that that timeline-wise, that's about right. Perfect. So okay. Oh
0: yeah, so it would have been totally fresh in your memory, like as yeah. episode thirty-eight, in our first year, you'd been fuming about this.
1: Now, so here's, here's the article. Turning back the clock for old-style old, old style TV variety. The man the English tabloids used to call Motor Mouth is often running. The net, Ben Elton froths, is basically sent to destroy our minds and we have to defend ourselves. Fuck, he, he wasn't wrong about that, though. It is seriously in danger of... Maybe that's why he didn't want to listen to OK Computer because he didn't like the idea that somebody was saying that computers were OK. It was just... <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Um uh, all right. According to Wikipedia, Elton is currently penning a follow-up to We Will Rock You based on music. Ah, oh, here we go. This, this is the reason. So Wikipedia said he's currently penning a follow-up to We Will Rock You that is based on music from the smash hit album OK Computer by Radiohead. So his Wikipedia page said he was doing a musical about OK Computer and then Carl Quinn has asked him about that and Ben Elton says this. You are kidding, question mark. He splutters when I bring it up. I've never even heard OK Computer. Uh, (laughs) Right, okay. Well, that's
0: exactly the context I was looking for, which, yeah, you're right. He was being a prick about it. Yeah. (laughs) Did they actually write, he splutters? yes (laughs) he did a spit take he was that kind of angry he did a spit take
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay
0: uh so next question how many episodes did it take us to realize that our microphones were not omnidirectional was it a 30 episodes (laughs) this is a i mean even the lowest number
1: is way too many a's 30 b 40 (laughs) episodes or c 50 episodes oh god i i just want to say it's 30 please be 30. B, <laughs> it was 40 episodes.
0: 40 episodes to work out how to talk into our microphones. And you know what? We have not improved that much.
1: <laughs> no. You don't need to tell me that. I what what should we stop? Should this be the final episode? Should we actually just realize that perhaps it's time for this podcast to go to yeah. the farm? That the idea of Maybe we should write to fucking old Malcolm Gladwell. Old, if you do think something for 10,000 hours, you'll get good at it. And just say, we've found the exception to your rule because we have not improved one bit. I just,
0: I don't, I don't get why we're so bad at it because I feel like I'm not technically incompetent, but we just keep. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe
1: that's why we, this should be the last episode. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. It, it was going to be about us, and then
0: suddenly it just really went <laughs> nah, to bed about under, me. You're under, the to- you're under the masturbate bus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's throwing me
0: under the masturbate bus. <laughs> uh, okay, next question, Will. All right. Which of these bands... Have we never talked about on the show before? Oh. Is it A. Powderfinger, B. Mm-hmm.
1: Metallica, or C. Mm-hmm. Noise Works? Can't be Metallica because I've definitely talked about Metallica on the show. Um, I'd find it hard to believe it. We haven't talked about Noise Works. <laughs> <So it's, laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I know Powderfinger were the biggest band in Australia for a very long time, and. I'm actually quite friendly with those guys. I can't believe that no stories about Powderfinger would have never come up, but I certainly can't believe we haven't talked about Noise Works. So I'm going to say it's got to be Powderfinger. Ba-bum.
0: Correct! That's right,
1: Will. Yeah. We have never talked about Powderfinger. Um, look, again,
0: this is me just sort of scrolling through the spreadsheet mm. and finding be- mentions of band names. And I was stunned. The the idea for this question came from the fact that I was stunned that we did an entire episode on Noise Works, <laughs> much like... David Forstino, uh, "Love Versus the Stock Market" was the name of the show, um, which I think is a, a play uh, on the, their album title "Love Versus Money," um, mm. where we did a deep dive on on, on Noise Works in the early twenty episodes. Ah, uh, Charlie,
1: uh, take me back. What did we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's <laughs> a Noise Works song, guys. I'm hoping this. I'm hoping this, uh, I'm hoping this uh, Instagram Live will reach out and reach out and reach <laughs> out and touch somebody. Can you imagine that you got up early, well not out early, you set aside <laughs> your Sunday
1: for this to get some noise work f- references? Well, you know what the thing is what you've got from us today. You've got the real truth. You've got no lies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next question. Uh in what year and I know he's watching because I've seen his name pop up in the comments a few times. So uh Foz, if you want to answer this question, you can. See if you can beat Will to the punch. In what year did we first receive artwork from James Fosdyke? Now, I'm not talking about when he did episode artwork. The first contact, the first thing he sent us, what year was it? Was it A, 2010 in our first year? Was it B, 2011? Or was it C, 2012? And I'll give you bonus points if you can tell me what the artwork was. Um,
1: The artwork would have had a dick in it. (laughs) <laughs> um, so <laughs> definitely something with the dick in it um as i say jeff hook's artwork would have had a hook in it um oh
0: 2011 correct that is correct it was 2011 will have you ever searched for something online that you didn't want other people to know about everything that i search for online i don't want other people to know about why do people need to know what i'm searching for online well they don't and here's the thing, most people think that if they switch it into incognito mode, they're safe. But let me tell you something, incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single shameful website
1: you've ever visited. Well, here's the thing, Charlie, I've got a solution. I'm going to throw my computer out the window and never, use, never go online again. Ha ha! Haha! Ha, the simplest of solutions. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Before you do that, let me tell you something great. You can go online anonymously with ExpressVPN. In fact, now, when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. So it doesn't matter if you get your internet from Telstra or Optus. ISPs in Australia can legally sell your information to ad companies. But ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites
1: that you visit. Oh, so, okay. This is a better solution than throwing my computer out the window.
0: Yeah, it's logical, right? ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption Available Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background, and it is so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and boom, you're protected. And it's also like taking a holiday. We can't travel at the moment, but with ExpressVPN, you can pick what country your ISP is located in. So it's sort of like taking a holiday. You go, oh, I'm going to be in Sweden today. I'm going to be in America today. Well, actually, I don't really go to America anymore. It's a bit scary, even virtually. (laughs) Or I'm going to be in... The UK, well, actually, the UK is not great at the moment. Oh, well, I'm going to be somewhere. I'm going to be somewhere in Europe. Europe or Scandinavia seem to have it going on.
1: Yeah, no, you're going to be in Brazil. Hang on, Charlie hasn't. Charlie hasn't been catching up on the
0: news. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices. That's phones, computers, even your smart TVs. So there is no excuse for you not to be using it. No excuse. Will. none at all. What about I haven't got around to it yet? Is that a good excuse? Nah, not good enough. So protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit our exclusive link at expressvpn.com/tofop, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's twenty-five percent extra value because ToFop loves you. That's expressvpn.com/tofop. expressvpn.com/tofop. Um, it didn't have a penis in it well actually James maybe you can clarify it was the kind of it was a red and yellow image it was the two of us holding a microphone it was the very first thing he did I'm wearing a beanie I think he'd pulled the image from um, uh, photos he'd found of us online because it's uh, it's me and a beanie and you pulling a weird face but it's us holding or me thrusting up a microphone and kind of pouting now, the microphone, I guess, if you wanted to interpret as a phallic symbol, yes, is the first instance of a dick. But, um, James, I see you're in the comments. Uh, let us know, was there a penis hidden in that first bit of artwork uh, that you did for us in 2011? Um, so just keep your eyes on the comments, Will, and see if, what Foz answers with.
1: I, I can't, but no, I've not been able to see any of the comments. Whatever I did, I think when I put it oh, really? the aeroplane mode, or for, I'm, oh, I'm okay. not able to see any comments today. <laughs> I'll, so I'll keep an eye on the comments. As I've well. been hoping that I've been hoping that people have been uh, watching and enjoying this, but I have absolutely no idea because my screen is stuck on the exact number as when I went onto Airplane Mode. Uh, okay, so James just confirmed in the comments
0: that yes, the microphone indeed was dickish. I I think that's a bit of a cheat. I bet you, I bet you that wasn't a dick because this was his first contact with us. Although if you would listened to the show, he maybe knew that sending us a, a a drawing with a penis in it would have amused us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how can you resist? Like microphones are phallically shaped. It's it's just there for you. You it acts act to be unprofessional not to do it. In what episode did we first
0: argue about whether or not "Clawson and Awesome" rhyme? Was it episode thirty-eight, episode fifty-six, or episode fifty-nine? And bonus points if you can tell me what the name of the episode is. Thirty-eight, fifty-six,
1: fifty-nine. Uh, so. I'm going to say 38, episode 38. And, okay, is that a, what's 38? But A, 38. Uh
0: -uh. It was actually episode 59. And what was the name of the episode? Take one guess. Uh, Clawsome. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Close. I guess. Uh, Okay, Uh. next question. Death of Superpod. Now this is you're going to have to kind of this is again will be an approximation. I just think you just need to feel, just throw your mind back to this. In the death of Superpod episode where we broke the news to Dave that we'd lost the recording, what is the time code for Dave's head exploding? How far? A. How far into the episode? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Is it a twenty-seven minutes and three seconds, thirty-four minutes and ten seconds, or thirty-six minutes and fourteen seconds? Twenty-seven. A. Twenty-seven minutes. <laughs> It was 34 ah. minutes and 10 seconds. That's when uh, Greg drops the news and there is a almost full 10 seconds of silence as you hear the veins pushing out of Dave's neck. Um, that's a good episode. I listened back to that one in full. It's it's probably one of the best ones we've ever done. And
1: all it took was the greatest disaster this show's ever experienced to happen beforehand. Well, I remember that night distinctly because, I mean, obviously it was comedy festival and uh, we found out... And we knew that we had to tell Dave and we had a little powwow before about how we would tell Dave. And, it, you know, sometimes in life you you face scary moments <laughs> and you all know that what you're going to go through is going to be an emotional thing. And I remember going back to that apartment that I was staying at in the city and like, just how are we going to tell him? How is this going to go down? And look, I mean, it, I think often great friendships are cemented through, you know, you go, you know, we went to war together. Yeah. And that is the podcast equivalent of us <laughs> all having gone to war together. We will always have the death of Superpod. We will always have that night. We will always have the fact that we were all scared of telling mm. our friend that we hadn't recorded our imaginary radio show. Well, the f- like the-, <laughs> well, the thing was... We didn't- Remember when they were, they were the biggest issues we had to face in the world, Charlie? Yeah, fucking hell
0: happy days i do yeah i remember that we didn't actually know the guys that well like doing that live show with them was like the second or third time we'd actually met them and you know dave and i we talked about this when we did our uh, instagram live but i've never I oh, look i'm not i'm not a super experienced live performer but i've never felt so good coming off stage before like it felt like everything just clicked that night it was so much fun that's where everyone relax came from like it was just this moment in time that you were just, remember we had we had a dinner the next night and we were just high fiving over the dinner table like 24 hours later just basking in the afterglow of
1: how amazing that was I think it was the last time I was truly happy <laughs> I can't actually remember <laughs> since then ever feeling that happy and I think that the moment that recording went away so did happiness
0: yeah I agree Okay, next question. Oh, by the way, just a, a bit of housekeeping. So I think we only get an hour on Instagram live. So um, if it starts to run out, like I think we'll get through these questions all the uh, time. We can switch to Skype and then maybe finish up the actual recording. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, I know okay. what you mean. So cool. we'll
0: just, yeah, we'll it'll be yeah. out we'll on the podcast. We'll keep going on Skype. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. Uh, in what episode did we first start using the John Deeks intro? Was it episode 38? episode 52 or episode 75 bonus points if you know the name of the episode. Oh, oh my
1: god. Um uh, episode uh, I'm going to say B. Is it B? Bum, bum, correct. Oh nice. <laughs> and episode 52
0: uh good news it's good uh, news I'll, deeks. I'll, I'll give you a, <laughs> No, has nothing to do with him. Oh. It's a uh, it's a beloved episode in which we invented a character. A character that it definitely belongs to the early episodes, but as a character that people fell in love with, someone even created a fake Facebook account oh. of this character.
1: Um, I do, but I can't remember. Oh. Oh. Cu- he was your cousin? Yes. What, what was it? No, I can't remember his name. What was it? Bertie Blagari. <laughs> <laughs> your Tongan cousin, Bertie Blagari. I mean, we, we, you know what? That, we, that, Bertie's probably been cancelled. I would think. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a different time. I don't think. I don't think I should have a, a fictional Tomkin cousin anymore. It's not appropriate.
0: Uh, okay. What was the name of, what was the name of episode eighty three, which is the last one before my home and away hiatus? Uh, was it A, goodbye, farewell, and ramen? Was it B, home and away to go, or was it C, wing wing? <laughs> Do you want those options again?
1: <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I had on. to think these this, up and it was very late. Is this the one where we announce that you're not going to be on the show anymore? Yeah. Okay. All right. Give, okay, give me the so options again. <laughs> goodbye, farewell
0: and ramen. Yeah. Okay. I like that. If That's good. Home and away to go.
1: I don't think it's that. Or wang wang. Now... I'm pretty sure we did an episode called Wang Wang. So I'm going to have to go and see Wang Wang. That is correct. Wang Wang.
0: Filipino, diminutive Filipino mm. movie star Wang Wang. Mm. Uh, that was the episode in which we announced my hiatus. Um, okay. Episode 100, Tofot 100, the live show, the Christmas show we did with Dixie. What yep. was the name of our stenographer? Was it A, Melinda, B, Melissa... Or C, Miranda? B, Melissa. Ding, 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 ding. That
1: is correct. Oh, two in a row, Will. Starting to get some momentum going. Good. I'm glad I got that one right, though. That was the one where I would have felt like a real prick. I don't well, mind that... if I don't, reme- don't remember the fictional name of my Tonging cousin, but I'd like to remember <laughs> the name of the stenographer from our episode.
0: I, uh, yeah, I, th- I know that you have difficulty remembering names, and I was wondering if I was... I thought, <clears throat> should I make the clues completely different, like Rebecca, Melissa, Sophie... Or should I make them all sound the same to trip you up? And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll just make them all sound the same so you just start to doubt <laughs> yourself. But I was very impressed yeah, with the I way did. you handled that I
1: started. No, I started to doubt myself. <laughs> Melissa was in my head before you started. And then you, when you said Melinda, I was like, <laughs>
0: Good. My tactics are working. Okay. Uh, what episode did we start using Foz's episode art? Uh, bonus points, if you can tell me what the artwork is. Was it A, mm-hmm. episode 120, B, episode 141, or C, episode 153?
1: Well, it feels like 120, so I'm going to go with 120. Is it A, 120? ba <laughs> It was episode 153, <laughs> uh, and the artwork... Do you know the name of the episode? Yeah, do you know what the name of the episode is?
0: Uh, okay, yeah. The name of the episode... <laughs> the artwork does oh, okay. not relate to the episode. but <laughs> Sherbet cones for trade, <laughs> which is one of our best. <laughs> <laughs> uh but the artwork has nothing to do with that the artwork yeah. features a um the star of a very successful uh yet loathed movie franchise oh
1: okay um is it a uh, vin
0: vin big in vin big vin in Disney. china
1: oh um no, no uh, uh
0: he's a cgi uh, character optimus pro correct i and I can't be sure. Foz, again, you can uh, clarify in the comments. I, he appears to be wanking. His penis appears to be a petrol pump, uh, and he appears to be wanking. <laughs> uh, James says yes, uh, but I wanted to draw Jismo. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Episode one fifty six. Will we will get near the end here. We've got five to go, or four to go. One, two, three, four, five to go. In episode one fifty six, Peak Dolph. What was my opening line to Dolph Lundgren? Was it A, I really enjoyed you in The Expendables? Or B, I really enjoyed you in Johnny Mnemonic? Or was it C, I really enjoyed your TED Talk? It was C, I really enjoyed your TED Talk. Correct. I mean, I figured you'd get that one just from the, the options I gave you. But yeah, we discussed, because I listened back to a couple of those, uh, not the whole episodes, but those discussions around Dolph. And it's fair to say, if anything happened to Dolph Lundgren, like if he went missing for any reason or whatever, and then the police just through the process of doing their, their background checks and research listen to those episodes, it is terrifying how much we talk about him. And the fact that I discuss, you know, being living beneath him and, you know, making an opportunity to go talk to him and stuff, like we, it really is, we're mapping out uh, how to get away with murder. Uh,
1: Dolph Lundgren, of course, recently in the news because he's got engaged to a 24-year-old. So, Really? <laughs> How old's Dolph? He, uh, Dolph's 62, uh, and she's a personal trainer. So, there you go. Well, may, maybe it's just... I mean, a guy like
0: that needs to keep fit. Maybe he's just saving himself. It's true. It's just two birds, one stone. He had to
1: get a personal trainer because he was sick of dudes coming up to him in the gym at his apartment block going, I loved your TED Talk. By the way, I've got eight episodes of my podcast about you. I did love his TED Talk, although
0: on second thought it may have been you know how there's like two kinds of ted talks Mm. there's ted talks and there's ted x yeah and you only realize you're watching a ted x talk when suddenly they start talking about how vaccines are all fucking bullshit and stuff (laughs) you're like oh wait a minute this isn't a proper ted talk (laughs) so i feel like because you can just license the ted name right to do whatever you want there's the you can you can have a ted event but it's not ted it's ted x is that how it works is that right I think so. Well, I've seen a lot of dodgy TED Talks from people who are not very interesting or who seem to be very qualified in what they're discussing. And I assumed that it was, hey, we'll just, we'll license the event. We'll invite some speakers to come to a town hall. Um, Maybe we should rebrand this TED fop. We can say <laughs> this is just a new type of TED Talk. Um, okay, next question. What was the name of the superhero that the first ever guest on our show, Justin Hamilton, invented? Was it A, carrot blade? (laughs) Was it B, the huntsman? Or was it C, fist punch? Uh, I remember this. It was a huntsman. Yes. Oh, look, it was very late by the time I was getting to these questions and I'm like, I can't. I'm so tired. My baby's up all night. Oh, what's the name of a superhero that Justin might have been? Carrot Blade. That'll do.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to know what Carrot Blade was up to. Like, is a carrot that has a blade or does he have a blade in the shape of a carrot? Or like, oh, like is he has red hair but also a blade? Like, what is Carrot Blade about? I imagine he had two hands that were basically
0: long, sharp carrots. Now, Will, um, you All probably right. can't see this, but they're telling us we have a, a, a minute 45 remaining so um, let's do one more question and then we can shift back to skype uh but for all the people watching uh on the instagram live thank you for tuning in we apologize for the false start um that was just a, 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 a typically Tofop uh, a poor tech run. Um, but thanks to everyone who has uh, uh, sent in uh, comments. We're going to get to those on the remaining minutes of the episode. So there's this, but there'll also be an episode coming out as well, a full episode that you can listen to on Wednesday, which will have your comments and questions uh, about Tofop 300. Uh, will, is there anything you'd like to say in the last
1: minute? Uh, I would like to say I'm glad this happened. My dog is barking a lot outside the door, so... Let's have a little pause in between this and our next record just so that I can deal with whatever's going on there. Um, But thank you to everybody for listening. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for sticking with us, not only through the first part of today, but the first part of the podcast, the first year and a half, it sounds like, from the topics you've brought up today. (laughs) I can't believe anyone's still here, to be honest. But um, we love doing it and we are going to keep doing it regardless of everybody telling us to stop. So Um, thank you very much for the first 300 and hopefully here's to another 10 years and another, you know, 300 or so.
0: Okay, here we go. Speed round. You're going to get these next three questions. Which of these business ideas have not been pitched as TOEFOP ideas? A, fortune cookies, B, payday loans, or C, contract killing? Uh, B, payday loans. Trick question. We've pitched all those ideas as TOEFOP business Ah, ideas. Ah, damn. How many episodes did it take for our fax idea to blow up in our faces? Was it A, one episode, B, three episodes, or C, six episodes?
1: Uh, uh, a, one episode.
0: Six episodes. At the conclusion of the Bin Trilogy, <laughs> who was responsible for stealing Charlie's bins? I'll tell you the uh... answer. <laughs> it's my neighbours making an honest mistake. <laughs> All right. We've had a little break, um, but now we're back. Uh Oh, you're just sitting very still. I thought maybe my screen had frozen, but you're still rolling, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I'm still rolling. Yeah, cool. Sorry, I looked up and you were you were you were frozen. I was like, oh shit, no, you're moving. That's good. Okay. That's good. Uh, so uh, we've just finished our Instagram live portion, and now is just uh, the final stretch. Uh, well done, Will, in the quiz. Uh, started very slowly, but I think you you came home strong and uh, really showed that you have at least a partial interest in the podcast we've been doing for 10 years
1: i mean i was if you'd ask me what i thought i'd get right at the start versus what i got right i think it was about my expectation of how much i remembered was reflected in my answers to the quiz questions i think and a lot of them were kind of generalized vibe type
0: questions it was like how you know how many episodes do you think we've spoken about this or, or that and i think that You were never wildly wrong. I didn't give you the option of being wildly wrong. Maybe I should have just... uh, I should have given you more extreme options to see how far off you were, but you were pretty close most Uh, of the time.
1: No, there was a few that if you just said to me, guess... Like, your lowest answer a lot of the time was way off what I would have guessed. (laughs) So... So a lot of time when you were like, was it episode 30? I was like, oh, damn, my first guess was going to be episode four. So we uh, threw it open to the listeners uh, over
0: the weekend just to sort of tag Tophel 300 with their favorite memories. I thought we could go through the Twitter feed and see what people, what, what what's hit the pulse in the last 10 years for people. So the first one's from uh, uh, Lucas, Lucas Pillar on, on Twitter. He says, when Charlie kind of threw out his idea for a fax theme song, and Mike Howell used that audio and then Charlie later found out that that was the song for the fax theme and the balloon story. I can't remember what happened, but I laughed a lot. Yes, our infamous, uh, our, our, our fax machine that we had for a beautiful uh, six-week period, or well, probably less than that, probably about a, a four-week period. Um, Mike Hal was a master at taking our audio and going away and doing something with it. He cut all our best of episodes. He did themed episodes. uh I didn't realise that he'd done that because I don't really listen to the episodes back until I had a bunch of people laughing and tagging
1: me in the uh, in the audio for it. I've never heard it because I don't listen to the episodes back either and because I haven't done the research for this that you've done, I've... I, I need to go back and at the very least, I need a supercut. I need Mike Hal to put together a supercut of all the Mike Howell bits so that I could just listen to those bits and not have to listen to fucking you and me banging on.
0: Uh, Dave Shaughnessy on Twitter says that when Justin Hamilton told his story about meeting George Clooney, but couldn't guess that Will Anderson was also talking about George Clooney and his story. I do remember that. <laughs> do you that. remember that? That
1: was fun. Yeah. I can't remember what my story was, but I remember that moment. A
0: large portion of our show seems to be guessing the names of celebrities. (laughs) That's what I find.
1: Okay, so we had to stop the podcast because fucking my computer, like, just died. Like, just completely just went off. And the reason that it went off, I realise, is that I have two two computer chargers on my desk and I had it plugged into the one that was not plugged into the PowerPoint. (laughs) So this whole time when I thought I was charging my computer, I, I did look up at one stage and it said like 1% left. And I was like, that's weird. It normally says 99% when it's fully charged, but I guess it's just telling me it's got 1% to go until it's fully charged. No, it wasn't telling you that. It was telling me that it had 1% power left and then it died. Oh, man. Today has made me feel like... I don't think I'm as bad as technology as today as maybe feel like there has been so many things that have gone wrong with technology today it's it's, yeah, it's but
0: doing my head but it's in. also we like you had you lost your headphones which was like a, that was a unforeseen circumstance and then the 15 minutes we'd set aside to test all the Instagram and stuff we ran out of as well so it's not like you are bad at technology it was just you had a bad run up I mean, you've been training for the Olympic Games, you're in the long jump, and you've been running and sprinting and jumping and landing that sandpit really well most days. But then the day you need to do it in front of a big group of people, that's when your shoelace is untied, you trip over, you graze your chin and you fall headfirst into the sandpit.
1: My spikes are, have been accidentally put in the yeah. way. And you know the, you know the reason it's bothered me the most is that this is my most prevalent nightmare. I have a series of nightmares. Those who analyze dreams can, you know, analyze whatever you want with this. But I think I've talked about this before, where I am impossibly running late for some big thing. So f- through whatever endeavors I have in the dream, I just cannot get to the thing. I can't get to the show. I can't get to the important thing, and obstacles keep coming in my way. And today, I feel like I lived that. Mm. In- this has been a waking nightmare for me today. <laughs> Great, happy three hundred. <laughs>
0: uh, some more feedback on the, tw- on, on the Twitter, Will, on the Twitter machine. Uh, Daniel uh, says, not his favourite moment, but he likes seeing the steady progression of Charlie turning into a grumpy old man. I have enjoyed that as well, actually. Like, at first I was kind of getting sort of pissed off, like... Why are people saying that? And then I was like, you know what? This is good. I wanted, I want that reputation. I think I've had a reputation of being a nice guy for too long. I'm quite willing to adopt that curmudgeonly old dude
1: mantle. I'm ready for it. Will I think I was a more curmudgeonly young dude, and I've become a less curmudgeonly person, softer. As- that is true. You and I have swapped positions
0: in, in our in our in our in the, over the years. You've gotten softer, and I've we've done a
1: that weird. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I mean, physically, that's also true. I've become softer and you've become harder. And we've done an emotional face-off. That's what we've done. Our, our podcast has become yeah. an emotional face-off. Uh, a
0: couple of votes have come in for Big Balloon Boy. Ian Merton, Nat Kershaw both say Big Balloon Boy. We're a literal laughed-out moments for, for Ian. And funny funny says- episode,
1: Balloon Boy, because also I believe probably our shortest-ever episode because it was only a little episode that we did that day. I don't know if it's our shortest ever, but it'd be one of our shortest ever. Is that the audience saying we prefer when you don't bang on? Could you really get this done yeah. in 30 minutes? Get to the funny shit. And then don't talk about owls for fucking 20 minutes before you get to some good Adam Sandler gear. What I love about Nat Kershaw's feedback on Twitter is uh, she says, uh, uh,
0: Big Balloon Boy and Charlie in the fedora with a giant balloon. It's like... Well, I wasn't wearing a fedora. <laughs> that's just been—that's just uh, Chinese whispers over time. I was wearing just a normal trucker cap. I think it is a funny image: the idea of me walking down Bondi Road with a giant balloon wearing a fedora and it getting blown off when the balloon explodes. Well, but that's just a funny image, not, once, not based in reality.
1: Once it becomes the story, that's what people see. So, I watched a movie last night called Brittany Runs a Marathon. Have you ever seen that? And no. it's kind of a, a, a New York indie film based on a true story and over the credits uh they have you know the the images of the real woman who the story was right. based on but i would never read the story about the real woman and the real woman looks substantially different to the woman who played her in the movie but for me forevermore everything that that character did in that movie and i'm sure some of the things that happened in the movie weren't exactly what happened in her story they'd probably change some of them because it was a movie there were some movie type storylines in there as well um I'll only remember the movie version so forever Charlie you were wearing a fedora <laughs> Mizzy writes in on Twitter
0: I'm confusing my mailbag with my Twitter Mizzy writes on Twitter uh, episode 149 meh one star the magic of TOFOP is that both of you are funny informed and empathetic the Topop Ep 149 displays all of these qualities. The episode ends hilariously by retelling the kangaroo incident from Marty the Monster Show. Happy 300th, Will and Charlie. Yes, the infamous footage of Marty Monster being assaulted by... A, is it a big... What are they
1: called? Big red kangaroos? Yeah, big red, I believe. We had a wallaby in our backyard the other day. In fact, I think we had two wallabies oh, yeah. in the backyard and one of them was quite a big wallaby, so it looked like a little kangaroo. And then we were like, can you... Have pet wallabies? I'd love to have some pet wallabies. Well, I'm sure you Well, you could have, I'm sure people have pet wallabies. I don't know. How does it work
0: with um, keeping animals as pets? Do you need to kind of check first? Can you like just, if you capture an animal, can you make
1: it your pet? Well, I wasn't going to capture it. I just wanted to make our place a place that liked hanging out. So could I yeah. leave it food or could I like, you know, what, what are wallabies yeah. like? All oh, right. What could I just leave in our I, paddock? Because all it has to do is hang out in the paddock. It doesn't have to come out, up to the house and you know, yeah. have dinner at the table or anything like that. Oh, no, come on. Let's be honest. You want it to be
0: your best friend. You want to go on adventures and solve mysteries with your wallaby. One mate. step at
1: a time. <laughs> That's One what you want to do. Wallaby bounce <laughs> at a time, Charlie. Firstly, I just want it to be comfortable hanging out in the back paddock. So, how can I get a wallaby comfortable hanging out in my back paddock? Uh,
0: assure I'm a win over the All Blacks. <laughs> hey, hey! three hundred. Happy three hundred. <laughs> Uh, Tom Stokes says that his favourite thing about TOEFOP is Charlie doing literally any accent. All right, Will, without being racially insensitive, throw some accents at me. I'll give you my best shot.
1: Can't do Chinese Charlie anymore. I feel like that one's no longer... That was definitely something it's better to have moved on from. Uh, I think it's still very safe to do French. Uh, Oh, la la. My name is Charlie Clausen. I do a podcast with my friend, Will Anderson. He loves a croissant. So do I. Okay. So easy. You can start with French. People can enjoy that Scottish. I think, I think people are still fine with Scottish accents, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yep. Scottish is okay. My wife's Scottish. So I have a pass. I think that's fine. um, Yeah, exactly. uh, It's, 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 oh fuck. Um, Scotland is shite. No, we're the lowest of the low. Some people hate the English. I don't. Oh, That's terrible. I don't. There might be wankers, but we
1: are. Oh, can't do it. Stop. Next accent. Give me one. Um, okay. Well, at the moment, I think the Scandinavian countries are still, you're allowed to uh, do a Scandinavian accent. So maybe oh, yeah. Sweden. Sweden. Sweden's in the Sweden, news at yeah. the moment for yeah. the yeah. coronavirus policy. So do you have a yeah, Swedish yeah. issue?
0: We, uh, we've been doing so badly with, a, with a coronavirus. It, it's not so good. We did herd immunity, but it turns out that we're not all immortal like Saw. <laughs>
1: okay, well, you German's good. Now do Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, that's straying into vaguely right. But did you watch um,
0: uh, Eurovision, the, the Will Ferrell comedy on Netflix? Haven't watched it yet. No, I've watched the first five minutes. It looked, it looked funny, but I have not watched it. It's, it's fun. It's fun. But I am wondering if in five to ten years that will be cancelled. If, if we'll go as far as saying, look, do not make fun of anyone's acts, anyone's heritage that is not yours. Because I read later that his wife is actually Swedish and he's been into Eurovision for 20 years. That's why he did it. But I'm like, hmm, I wonder if we'll get to a point where it's like, no, that's not, that's not right. If you're going to play a Swede, you have to hire a Swede
1: to play a Swede. Well, well he's not even playing a swede he's playing an Icelandic person I, I I do wonder about that as well and it'll be interesting to see where that goes but the one that I uh so I watched Get hard the other night or I watched the first 20 minutes oh, yeah. of Get hard the other night it's and great. that movie feels like it was made culturally in 1980 like it feels like <laughs> you know delirious and raw came out and then they made that movie and it was made in 2015. Like every single part of that movie is fucking. Hang on, fo- which one? Get
0: hard. What's which one? Will oh no, I'm thinking a war card The Dewey Cox note. Get no, hard. that's the that's the fucking Will Ferrell prison. That's terrible. Will
1: Ferrell has to go to prison and enlist Jamie. F- yeah. uh, so
0: sorry. Um, not Jamie Fox. Um. Uh, ma- um uh, yeah, guy from Jumanji. He's the biggest comedian in the world. Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> Kevin
1: Hart. Yeah, that wasn't a racial thing, by the way. I guess it maybe it was. Oh, damn. All right, I've cancelled myself. <laughs> We've cancelled ourselves. <laughs> no. Episode 300, well, we get cancelled. Uh, Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart. So two comedians that I yeah. actually quite enjoy. I know some people are not big Kevin Hart fans, but I actually think he's he's funny, and I've seen him in a bunch of things where I thought he was funny. and uh, um, So I thought, oh, I'll enjoy this. Will Ferrell, Kevin Hart. I like both of these guys. The first 20 minutes was filled with, I only watched like after the first flight five minutes just to see how bad it was going to get. And it is, every single bit of that is inappropriate humour five years later, in my opinion, (laughs) which means it was probably inappropriate humour at the time. I watched that on a flight to LA and I thought, oh, perfect aeroplane movie.
0: And it was not, it was not even good for an aeroplane.
1: Well, put it this way, that movie came out about the same time we uh, got rid of the uh, prison sex reference in our, um, our intro. So, when we were saying we. when we were saying we've held on to this too long, we need to get rid of this. Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, the two biggest comedians in the room in the world, were in a room together, guy. We've got a great idea for every joke in a film, Oh, except for the racist <laughs> stuff. So it'll be mostly racist stuff, and then it'll be a lot of prison sex stuff. Uh, Sam says the episode we spent eleven
0: straight minutes talking about croissants before getting distracted by Ramona. I feel like that could be any episode. Yeah. Um, I'm still uh, raving about this patisserie down the road for me. Every Saturday morning, I go and get croissants. Will, if you're down in Sydney next time, let me know. I will bring you the greatest croissant. And they're genuine French patisserie people. They're all wearing, because Bastille Day is uh, happening on the 14th, and so they've all been wearing berets the last week. And I'm like, well, that's a... Def-. Stripey T-shirts and berets. leaning into it a little hard, but I'm all for it. So,
1: uh, as they ride their bicycles with their basket full of onions to work every morning... Uh, during this time, you go, I can trust these guys. Uh, I I have a sourdough, a 30-year sourdough starter in my fridge at the moment. Like I'm working up the the time period to make some bread. I'm going to do that during this, mm. you know, isolation period. Like yeah, it's compulsory to do. But I've been baking a lot, as you know. And I've been to- told you about this sort of lemon blueberry, you know, slice that I made, but like the blueberries fell to mm. the bottom. I've done it a couple of times since and I've nailed it. Last night, I did it for the first time and I was like, Okay, I've nailed this. So six months from now, if this isolation continues, I will be making sourdough croissants because my favourite croissant I've ever had was a sourdough croissant and I'm going to learn how I to make sourdough one. croissants and then my the main business that I will be involved in is making and then eating sourdough croissants.
0: Uh, Kirk on Twitter says, Charlie predicting the Avengers would be bad. Yes, that was episode nine early on, uh, Justin Hamilton's first episode. Not a great call by me. No, uh, Michael it says will be. When- it just isn't yet. <laughs> Uh, When Charlie came back, because I really didn't think he would. Uh, Also, Charlie's many stories about his friend, who seems to be doing things that Charlie would get in trouble for if he spoke about them. Also, Will stalking Dolph Lundgren. Well, um, yes, my friend uh, has cleaned up his act. He no longer does those things. My friend uh, has changed his ways. My friend may be a father now, and so (laughs) very rarely will uh, do stupid things
1: anymore. Um, and I don't know, did you... St- and probably, and, and your friend probably doesn't want those stupid things on the public record for his daughter <laughs> to be able to grow up and exactly. listen to before the time that your friend yeah. or, or daughter or son, yeah. hypothetical child. Yeah, why would my uh, daughter
0: growing up being worried about my friend's reputation? <laughs> I mean, sorry, your friend's daughter yeah.
1: or son... In this hypothetical situation, <laughs> your friend. Um,
0: Timothy Timothy <laughs> Triple Timothy Four says When they named the Aussie superheroes in Australia, we don't have the flash. We call him nah, the know. fast cunt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, Aussie superheroes. Oh my God.
0: Happy 300. Um, it's me, Dario, says, you can't go past everyone read facts, the debacle, that poor woman slowly going insane. And knowing what's going on, Charlie really did a number on her. Yeah, look, I didn't mean to dox that lady. I'm happy to say that our relationship is patched up. I go there quite a bit now. We often get um, bigger deliveries uh, delivered to the newsagent. So uh, she seems to have forgiven me. I think it was just, she, saw, she, thought, she thought she was going to be making an easy 20 bucks a month <laughs> or whatever I was paying her. And uh, it turned out to be a doxing. She got doxed by fax. She got daxed. <laughs> uh, Elise says, the early episode of Tofop um, where a drinking game was introduced and you realised you'd ticked off most of them in the first 20 minutes of talking. Yeah, I mean, essentially that quiz we just played was a bit of a Tofop drinking game. We just touched on all the touchstones.
1: That is part of the reason I can't remember a lot of that stuff is we used to drink a lot more while we made the show. Now now we tend to record on a Sunday morning.
0: Yep. It's drinking tea. suits
1: both of our schedules. So... Normally, it's uh, we're, we're not having a drink when we do the podcast. Well, very rarely we're having a drink when we do the podcast these days. Uh, Adam says, this was
0: my very first getaway with my now wife I went on was a road trip to Melbourne for the hiatus live show. Bonding over discussions of the show was a big part of our early relationship. How about that, Will? Bringing couples closer together. Falling in love via TOEFOP. I imagine we've destroyed more than we've brought together. but Well, yeah, I think... More, some one, one person in the relationship liking TOEFOP and trying to convince the other person to get into it. That's where the trouble would start,
1: right? I mean, not even our partners listen to this show. I, thi- I, th- I think, yeah, exactly. And I think it's one of those things where, much like me watching football, it'd just be a thing that I would keep to myself and wouldn't want to get Amy involved in. Uh,
0: Joe Brada, regular listener, one of our biggest supporters, winner of the TOEFOP sticker pack, says, uh, my overall favourite moment was telling Dave about Superpod. Uh, it was equally gut-wrenching and hilarious. His personal favourite moment was the 2012 Melbourne Comedy Festival, Will and Charlie appearing as Tofop on the fan fiction show. It was the first date with a girl I'm now married to. Here we go again, Will. We're oh, just fucking, we, we are the podcast of love. Maybe we should change it
1: from Australia's number one medical podcast to Australia's number one love podcast. Well, you know what I love about that is, so that was the fan fiction, which, the, which fan fiction show did he say? Uh, no, two thousand and twelve. I think it's that act that you produced, the guys you brought out. So from New Zealand, a bunch yep. of comedians from New Zealand, they' did fan fiction comedy, and two of the mainstays of that were uh, Heidi, who was the producer of it also and really the, the the creative force behind it. And then another woman by the name of Rose Mattafeo. Now, Rose Matafeo might be a name that people recognise because mm. she is becoming very quickly a huge star. She's got a new comedy special coming out on HBO Max. She won the best show at the Edinburgh Fringe Award. She um, is just in a new movie that uh, Tyker's had some involvement in in New Zealand. Um, yeah, she is a massive star on the rise. So we might be able to say, Charlie, we might be able to look back at that gig as not only, I think pretty soon it'll be replaced in this couple's memory as their first date wasn't at something to do with us. Their first date was at something that Rose Badafeo was at. I was thinking about that
0: fan fiction show the other day because, you know, we've been talking about Bill and Ted a lot. And I remember I did a fan fiction that I was so happy with when I wrote it. And then when I read it, it was a bit of a lukewarm response. And the whole idea was about uh, um, uh, Biff Tannen. It was the sad story of Biff Tannen. It was the intervening years after Biff had been punched out to becoming the manservant, essentially, for the McFly family and what that had meant for him. And then I sort of threw in this idea that he gets recruited by a black ops operation who say, hey, look, we'll help you time travel. And those black ops operators are Bill and Ted. <laughs> I was really like, oh, this is fucking amazing. I'm like bringing all the time travel universes together. But no one re- didn't really... Go- I think maybe I-,
1: I didn't put enough comedy. I put too much sci-fi in it and not enough comedy. How long would it take and how much engagement from Ed Sol? So, we talked about the fact that Ed Solomon, one of the writers of Bill and Ted's, um, follows us both on Twitter. How Mm. long and how much engagement would it take for you to have with Ed Solomon? Say he, you know, uh, Bill and Ted's come out, you do a plug for Bill and Ted's, he, you know, he messages you back, he maybe you have a bit of to and fro. How long into that arrangement, if ever, would you send him the fan fiction you wrote? about Biff Tennant and Bill and Ted's? Well, this week I did actually message him
0: because uh, uh, one of my favourite scenes in um, Bogus Journey is when Bill and Ted get cast to hell and it's this visual gag where they fall and they're falling through blackness and they're screaming and they're so panicked. But the fall just keeps going and keep going. It becomes a comically long fall where pretty soon they're just bored. They're just floating, waiting for themselves to hit the ground. I just think it's such a funny funny gag. So I messaged him to ask I thought, this is a good way. This, I sound like someone... It's, it's, a, it's not one of the more obvious jokes. It's not like, hey, where'd you come up with? You know, be excellent to each other. It's, I've gone deep. It's a deep cut. And so I messaged him. And his answer was, I can't remember. Either we thought of it or the director did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was not the insight or response I was hoping for. I, was, I thought he was going to be like, wow, wow, you really know your stuff, man. He was going to be like,
1: oh, man, Charlie... Firstly, yeah. huge fan of the podcast. Yeah, that's totally. how you were hoping you to be like. Firstly, love your stuff. Secondly, I'm glad someone has finally asked this question because it was our favourite joke from the script as well. Yes, th- that's <laughs> what
0: I was hoping for. A deep cut. Like, you know, look, I love when people come up and mm. say hello and talk about TOEFOP and stuff, but there are some obvious things that they're going to go to, like... Mm. Kathy Bates Bingate and stuff but if you can throw in like a deeper cut I'm always like all right, you're a real
1: listener you're a real fan I dig your cred and what I like is that was the equivalent of somebody coming up and dropping a deep cut on you and you go yeah I don't remember that (laughs) I don't know Charlie might have said it
0: Uh, Emma's favourite episode was Charlie trying to guess uh, Cardi B during the bushfire episodes and Will not oh, being yeah. able to breathe through the laughter as he tries to help him figure it out yeah I'm not very good at the guessing games if something happens where I freak out like my brain does not compute and I can see you giving me every clue in the world and then you get very literal like you're literally saying something like her name it rhymes with like Flardy Z <laughs> but I've gotten so panicked I'm a bit like you at the start of recording this episode I'm so panicked my adrenaline's so high I'm not hearing you're saying to me i'm just so embarrassed and ashamed that i can't guess the celebrity that that, my
1: just my cognizance just goes out the window did you not think when you were younger when you thought (laughs) of people who were our age you know you're a father yeah i'm a middle-aged man did you did you imagine that those people were getting freaked out because i was generally freaked out this morning when everything was going wrong i was just like oh you know, like my heart was racing, and yeah, you, you you feel stupid and embarrassed and just incompetent. And you know what you're describing—that I'm just getting you to guess a pop star's name in a in imaginary radio show. Like, did you imagine that fully grown men would freak out about shit like that? No, no. It. I just I thought you'd get
0: to a point where you. Well, I thought I I am that guy where I just don't care, but. I was genuinely feeling like anxiety as well before the show started just because I knew there was so much going on. This is why I don't think the problem is technology. I think the problem is we don't give ourselves enough time. (laughs) We sort of fly by the seat of our pants with everything. It's true. Well,
1: yeah. Yes. And today I I shouldn't have thought about where is my headset 15 minutes before we were going to do our uh, tech run. I should have had that all in place. I should have had it charging. You know, like if if I'm bad at thinking things through, that's what I've realised. I'm if I can just think everything through, then everything's going to be fine. But I often my brain just goes to you know best case scenario. Maybe that's a human evolutionary thing, right? We have some sort of cognitive bias to you know, the idea that we, best case scenario, you know, the idea that it's only going to take 15 minutes to drive to school because sometimes it only takes 15 minutes to drive to school and we don't allow for that day where it takes 30 minutes. We always leave the house with the sort of, anyway... That's Look, what I'm saying is it might not just be me. It might be something ingrained into my DNA and how can I control that?
0: All right, well, we'll just fly through these last few uh, Twitter comments. And again, thank you to everyone who's been part of this show. We sort of thanked you halfway through the show when the Instagram Live ended, but now this is for the people who have only heard the audio or have maybe come from the Instagram Live to come here. Let us thank you, the audience, for making us uh, the... Well, are are they the reason we keep doing this show? Would we do it if it was just the two of us? I think maybe
1: we would. Yeah, I think we probably would so we do it regardless of whether you're listening or not but thank you for listening <laughs> anyway it does actually it makes us feel better like it makes us feel better about it yeah we would do, okay so here's here's what i would say we'd probably do it regardless but we feel better about doing it because there's people listening than we would if there was nobody listening. yeah exactly exactly it's kind of, that could be our new slogan
0: is tofop we don't care if anyone's listening or tofop It doesn't matter if there's anyone listening or
1: (laughs) TOEFOP. TOEFOP, we're doing it regardless of whether you're listening. (laughs) TOEFOP, we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Amy said to me the other night, it was the best, I was telling her some boring story from my day and she just turned to me and she said, look, you can keep talking, but I just need to let you know I'm stopping listening. And I was... (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's kind of TOEFOP. You know, even if you stop listening, we're going to keep talking regardless, but it is much better experience that you guys have been listening to this nonsense for all this time. We do appreciate it. I mean,
0: Gemma will often zone my conversations into the TOEFOP territory. Like we'll be at dinner and I'll be like, have you ever thought what it would be like if he's like, no, 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 save that for Will. I don't (laughs) want your stupid
1: hypothetical. I mean, this is the thing because sometimes there can be resentment from our partners about the time it takes <laughs> us to have these, you know, regular conversations. But at the same time, what they don't factor into that is the time they save in their own life if we had to have these conversations <laughs> with them. Exactly. All right. Uh,
0: ben says his favorite episode was Dick Butkiss, where the boys caught up Foz telling him the art would be could be Warren G. Then Foz's elation when they called him back and said, no, don't worry about it. You can draw a dick. Uh, Mr. Buffy says, learning that Will's will seek a dream is to control birds or alternatively be the worst MMA fighter that can take the worst beating. And he's given an episode title. will fish in a barrel Anderson. That's great. Uh, ants, ants, two, three, six. <laughs> Sounds like something you say, yell out when you're on acid. Uh, My headphones were in. I was walking alone on a bush path in 2010 and I snort laughed at some bullshit thing that you unexpectedly said. I quickly realized I was not alone. The other person swiftly passed on and gave me side eye like I was a lunatic. Uh, Liz Allen says, the live shows where the boys were always upstaged by John Deeks. Well... Good news, we were meant to talk to John
1: Deeks today, but we've upstaged him by uh, running out of time to talk to him. So <laughs> the shoe's on the other foot, Deeksy. Exactly. Take that, John Deeks. And us not really being able to get the phone connection to work to our other guests. None <laughs> of that will be in the podcast, but let's just say we had some other things planned that have not come off because this is Topo. Um... Stay at home, hashtag stay at home, hashtag wash
0: your hands, hashtag thanks healthcare workers. It says, I have so many. My top three would be episode 130, Dolph, not Adolf. Uh, number two is a pimp my bin, the beginning of the bin saga. And my number one, Will, what can you guess what the number one uh, episode is? It's pretty, it tends to be everyone's favorite episode. Uh, Kathy Bates. What's the Kathy Bates episode <laughs> called? No, <laughs> Death of Superplot. <laughs> Uh, it's the favorite. Okay. The, by far and away, the favorite. Michael says um, the episode about the father of the bun and the holy toast and the serial killer, Tofop should explore making a movie about him and call it The Baker's Dozen. Pretty like good stuff uh thank you everyone um we're going to release some more bonus content uh to celebrate our 300 on patreon we were going to do a chat with dave anthony and john deeks and a few other people associated with the show there'll be also some more uh bonus letter episodes from our patreon subscribers uh but apart from that we just want to say thanks for sticking with us i mean this episode today with the technical issues and stuff is is it's kind of perfect right like we fumbled our way through it, and somehow we ended up here with a semi-professional ending. It kind of sums up the podcast. I don't, did you even say everyone relax, this is TOEFOP, at the start of this today? Have we uh, gone through? I was, so, I was <laughs> so stressed, I don't know. I, can, I don't I cannot think remember. I do, that was the problem. We weren't relaxed. But <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, what if I say it now and podcast podcast Mike can, I can cut it and put it at the side of the show? Okay, so everyone quiet. Everyone relax, this is TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson.
1: That's it. That should be the end. That's the end. This is the end. Thank you for listening. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson.
0: (laughs) This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. (laughs)